Welcome to the Badass Lightworker Podcast. My name is Ella Sang, and I'm a spiritual life and business coach, master manifester, and lover of all things woo. If you are a spiritual entrepreneur or leader looking to own your purpose and truth to make massive impact in this world, then you've found the right place. It is my mission to empower badass, ambitious lightworkers to embrace their soul purpose, shine their light online with confidence, and manifest their most soul-aligned business in life. You deserve to create your dream reality, and this podcast will give you all the spirituality, manifestation, mindset, and business tools to make it happen. Get ready to raise your vibration big time and to raise the vibration of this entire planet with your light. You with me? Hey, hey, Badass Lightworker. Welcome back to the Badass Lightworker podcast. Thank you so much for pressing play today and coming on to hang out with me. So I am really excited to come on today because I've got an awesome interview to share with you, an interview that I had with alignment coach Renata Tarovsky, where we dive into all things alignment and really bringing you this real talk about how to step into alignment and align with your soul purpose. So keep on listening to dive deep and jump into that interview. Now, I am also just feeling so much excitement and like almost like this rejuvenation because spring is finally around the corner. I'm really sensing all this new energy, all this new inspiration coming out. And also with the sun coming out more often, it's also encouraging more time to spend in nature and to reconnect. And speaking of reconnecting and connecting, I wanted to chat a little bit quickly about connecting within to create over just consumption. So the first question that I want to ask you guys today is, have you been a creator or a consumer these days? And really get honest here. Have you been creating? Have you been connecting to your soul? Have you been getting your message out there? Or have you just been consuming, scrolling, mindlessly reading and watching? Now, we have all been there. If you are feeling a bit caught up in the consumption, I want you to know that you are totally not alone. And we've all spent a little more than we'd like to admit amount of time scrolling through Instagram, repeatedly checking out the same profiles over and over again, looking, consuming, and then falling into the cycle of feeling bad, not enough, behind, lost, confused, and so the spiral begins. Now, what I want you to begin to think about and just bring awareness to is how do you know when it's time to stop? How do you know when it's time to stop the consuming and to turn back to creating? Now, very often we don't. We don't know where to stop. And so a few days of mindless consumption becomes a week. And then a week becomes weeks and then it becomes months and months eventually lead to another year. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling a little bit spooked out at how fast time is going by. And I've been feeling that a lot over the last half a year, eight months. And we are literally in the second week of March and entering the second quarter of 2020. And so if you are still seeing yourself stuck in the same place as before, you haven't started actually creating what you know you're meant to create, 
and you're feeling all of this fear because you think you'll never measure up to these people you've been admiring and consuming the content of, it's time to really take a hard look and break the cycle. And what I've learned about breaking the cycle because I have been in this consumption hamster wheel many, many, many times is to replace the consumption with creation. And what I'm talking about in creation is really sitting down with yourself, taking a few deep breaths in and out and asking, what needs to come through me that is in the most alignment with my soul and for the highest good of all? So really feel into that question. And I totally recommend that you take out your journal and write this out and journal on it. So the question is, what needs to come through me that is in the most alignment with my soul and for the highest good of all? And then just allow whatever ideas and insights and downloads to come through to come through. Like just be with what comes up. And a lot of the times, you know, the things that come up might not make sense at first. For me, for example, when I did this exercise, it was like, okay, what needs to come through is you need to tap deeper into energy healing, study energy healing, and create with energy. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? (laughs) It doesn't make sense at first a lot of the times, but it always does in the end. Trust me, your soul is always nudging you in a particular direction for a certain reason. And so the key here is to spend more time going inwards than we do going outwards. Because, you know, the more we go outwards, the more we lose who we truly are and what we have to share. Now, I'm not saying that there is no time and place for consumption, for getting inspired, for learning. There totally is. But we need to set the boundaries. We need to understand that when is enough enough? And when do we now need to turn back inwards and create over consuming? And something that often happens as we mindlessly consume is that we start to feel a little bit discouraged. We're like, well, there are so many people out there doing what I'm doing, talking about similar things as to what I'm talking about. What room is there for me to be in this space? What room do I have to create? Now, what you need to remember is that you are a unique and beautiful, divine, multidimensional being. And what you offer the world is completely unique like there is no one who can offer your exact message your exact experiences your exact knowledge and deliver it in the same way as you do it's just impossible you have your own unique magic so in recognizing that you know step away from the scarcity mindset know that it's not about competing with other people we all have our own specialty our own unique light to bring to the world And give yourself more time to create and tune into what feels good for your soul. Create from this place of alignment, which you'll learn more about during this podcast interview because Renata is amazing at going deep into what alignment really means and how you can tap into it. You know, create from the space of alignment. Listen to your soul and drop any need to be like certain people because you have something that is so special that needs to come through. And if you've been feeling stuck as to how to even begin tapping into your creator power, like what does it mean 
for you to connect with your message and have it manifest in your most lit up brand. If you've been feeling that kind of struggle as to lacking the clarity to move forward, please hop on below to the show notes and book in a free 30-minute light activation clarity call with me. Because together, what we are going to do is we're going to dive into what has been holding you back up until now. Any emotional blocks and limiting beliefs and fears that have tried to hold you back and dim your light and keep you from sharing your message and creating and serving your soulmate audience and really living into your purpose, we'll dive deep into so that you can start to bring the subconscious to the conscious and face what has been holding you back. We'll understand your bigger vision, what you want to create in your most aligned brand, in your most aligned business and how you truly want to be living your life. What is that most desirable life that you want to manifest? And we'll get you the clarity slash build you the roadmap to move forward so that you can get from where you are right now to where you want to be. So if that sounds good for you, then be sure to go down below in the show notes and book in your call. And so let's jump into introducing the beautiful Renata Tarofsky. Straight talking, alignment coach, naturopathic doctor, author, and magical wellness witch all at once? Surely not. Well, my friend, you clearly haven't met Renata Tarofsky. Yes, she's a bomb.com soul purpose expert who cuts through the spiritual fluff to deliver the sassy soul wisdom you didn't even know you were searching for. Yes, she's the one and only alignment coach who helps women completely own who they are, what they want, and what they do without feeling bad about it. And heck, she even dabbled in multi-level marketing back in the day and tried out for the Broadway musical Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat once upon a time. But what makes Renata a true master of her craft is her commitment to helping spiritual coaches, healers, and seekers confidently service the world and make money doing what they were born to do. Her community goes nuts for her woo-woo meets reality style signature soul alignment method and her unwavering commitment to getting results for her clients by combining soul with strategy. You can go creep her testimonials on her Instagram or website if you don't believe what you're hearing. So in this juicy conversation, Renata and I go deep and get real about what alignment really means. Renata definitely dropped so many truth bombs that I'm so excited for you to dive into. And so we discuss how you can tap into daily alignment, connect with your higher self, use astrology, and shift through mindset blocks to find and align with your purpose. We also chat all about how to maintain high vibrations when things are going anything but planned so that you can know how to keep yourself in alignment no matter what happens on the outside. I'm so excited for you to dive into this interview and soak it all up. Make sure you have a journal or a notebook nearby because you are going to want to take down all the wisdom that Renata drops. And as you are listening to this episode, also be sure to take a screenshot, post it up on Instagram, tag myself at PSMLA, and you can also tag Renata at Align with Renata. So with that, I will let you guys jump on in, listen, and I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Badass Lightworker Podcast, Renata. How are you doing today? 
I'm doing good. How are you? I'm drinking my coffee, so I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I have mine too, and it's getting cold. Um, I'm doing well, and I'm really excited for our conversation today. So to begin, let's start with some spiritual speed date questions. So first of all, what's your favorite crystal? Rose quartz. Rose quartz. Awesome. And why is that? Um, just the whole love component. I think love's the most important thing, and it's something that I need to constantly remind myself of. Um, and yeah, that just, that I, I just gravitate towards it. Mm -hmm. Love yeah. it. It's my favorite as well. And what book is your favorite spiritual staple read? Uh, Return to Love, I believe it's called. Marianne Williamson. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have a, a number of them, like Eastern, but I think it's, was it Eastern Body, Western Mind? Um, the, the, the law of divine compensation. So like, mm -hmm. I don't have just like one. Oh, and the, um, the art of, I can't remember it right now. There was this book I read like three times in a year. Yeah. So those are my staples. Awesome. Love it. And, Zen and the art of falling in love. Zen and, <laughs> in love. Zen and the art. Yeah. Zen and the art of falling in love. Cool. Haven't heard of that one. I love the love theme that we've got going on here. <laughs> and what was your most memorable spiritual or soul connection experience? Oof. Had many, but I think one time uh, at a concert with this, with this, with a friend of mine, we had this like telepathic exchange. Mm, and what happened? <laughs> we basically had a conversation in our mind and looked at each other and they're like, did you just say that with your mind? And I'm like, yeah. And it's like, and now is this what you're thinking? I'm like, yeah. So yeah, that was pretty, I, yeah, I've never experienced that with someone before. Wow. That's really cool. And what's your favorite piece of spiritual wisdom? Ooh, my favorite, uh, I, I, spirituality is way simpler than we think it is. It's just, mm. about, it's just about remembering who you are. It's not a diet. It's not a crystal. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a yoga pose. It's like spirituality is like, who, who, are, who are you meant to be in this lifetime and to follow that curiosity? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, so often we think that it's about getting more on the outside, but really it's about just coming inward and getting rid of stuff that doesn't serve you. Um, my last question for you here is, what's the most important trait for you in a soulmate partner? Trait, like a characteristic? Yeah. They have? To have? Yeah. Uh, integrity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm one of my top values is people who have integrity. So like you are your word. And when you're not your word, you honor the fact that you weren't your word and you're responsible for that. Mm, yeah, for sure. Amazing. So thank you so much for that. And now let's jump into some fun and exciting questions. So can you please tell us more about who you are, what you do in your business and how you shine your light in the world? So I am a, I'm a, a licensed naturopathic doctor. Uh, in Ontario, I'm also, I call myself an alignment coach and a wellness witch. I'm the wellness witch of the West. So I have my hands in pots, <laughs> as you can see, but ultimately, you know, removing all those quote unquote titles that we identify ourselves with. I just, I, I really strongly identify as being a healer for people. Mm -hmm. And, uh, 
it doesn't matter what hat I'm wearing, essentially my outcome's the same, my tools just might be different, and it's to help women remember who they are so they can service the world the way they were born to. Yeah, I love that. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, it's really, I love that, you know, you keep on talking about helping people, helping women remember who they are, because ultimately, to your point before, it's not about you know, finding something outside of us is just remembering what is already there. So how did your journey um, around this whole idea of remembering who you are about getting into alignment begin? Okay, so I think that started. I, okay, I, I guess the tipping point was maybe when I was 21 or 22. I can't remember exactly the age. It was, it was well over a decade ago, put it that way. I was studying to become a neuroscience. I was in neurosciences at McMaster. I was studying to become a psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. And uh, you have to understand that I was, I was like, you know, I was very good at school, very academic, had a very active social life. I loved to like go out, have fun, party. Like uh, life was pretty good. Like I had a great family. Like I couldn't say that there was a lot of things that were kind of my normal stressors as like a whatever, how old I was at that time. I don't know what they were, but I'm sure, you know. Mm -hmm. But there was a lot of moving parts that were happening in my life. I started working night shift. Um, I started disconnecting from my friend group that I grew up with. And there was just like a lot of things that I, I just want to be mindful. I don't want to say because I want to respect the people involved. Mm -hmm. And things just started to fall apart in my life. It felt like that. Yeah. And I started to lose control. I started to, I remember sitting in university being like, do I really want to be doing this with my life? Like I started to question things. And essentially the questioning occurred because I felt so out of control with my life was moving perfectly a certain way that things started to all collapse. Um, and how that kind of showed up for me, I started getting a lot of social anxiety. So that made me feel very out of control. So that manifested as like depression and depression for me showed up as anger. I would isolate myself. I would cry often. Things would piss me off. Um, and that's how it looked for me. And the way to control my depression and feeling out of control was through an eating disorder. Mm. So my eating disorder showed up as like exercising excessively in terms of the consumption I put in. And why I say that, because like that can look differently for everybody. So here I am starting to be a neuroscience in neuroscience and I'm like, okay, maybe this isn't, this, something's not right. Like I'm not this person. Like, and the, I don't want to be doing these escapist things anymore. And I remember going to the doctor and I had options of counseling and therapy. I mean, counseling and medication. And I was like, this doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like for me, I recognized that, that something was off. And I remember going to a job fair a couple weeks later and coming across naturopathic medicine. And I was like, this makes sense. Yeah. And I was a very pros and cons person where if the pros made sense, but they felt wrong, I'd still do them. <laughs> and this was the first time in my life that something inside me was like, you need to be here. You need to go here. And I also felt like, you know what? I don't know how I'm going to make this work, but I just, it was this deep knowing that I'd never acted on prior to and like back in the day that spirituality wasn't this instagram thing i didn't have those tools i didn't have mm -hmm. this conversation 
And I remember just signing up and figuring it out, waitressing, bartending, paying my intuition because that was a big block for me. But again, like I just didn't care what the obstacles were. I committed to it and I never seen a naturopath. And through that four year experience, I like, I healed myself. I understood about like spirituality, the chakras, yoga. I, re- I learned like why that whole depression piece happened with me. It was related to my diet, my gut, just like my, 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 you know, my social support. And then I started practicing. And I started practicing for two years. And I remember I had this full-time practice and I remember looking at my schedule the one day and being like, okay, I have every slot taken. I think this is what I'm supposed to be doing now. I'm supposed to just fill my schedule and see patients. <laughs> so why is it that I'm really anxious again? Mm. And I can't go into work without taking this like really strong herbal Chinese medicine remedy. Why is it that I, um, have gained 10 pounds and I'm eating healthy and why do I have a rash on my face? my face and most importantly why do I feel like something's missing yeah and I remember being like what is happening again I'm not going through this shit again like, <laughs> I, really, I really jumped this hoop um healed myself quote unquote and I remember having a conversation with myself in that rickety ass gym office with Beyonce blaring in the background and I remember being like, Renata, what do you, what do you see yourself doing? And I just knew that I wanted to help people live out their purpose. Cause I was seeing a lot of patients who were not happy in their relationships and I couldn't acupuncture a shitty relationship for you. <laughs> I saw a lot of people not happy with their job and I can't, I can't gluten-free a diet with you with a job that's sucking your soul dry. Yeah. So I think naturopathic medicine was that stepping stone to this whole alignment methodology that was birthed because after that, I quit full-time naturopathic medicine to go pursue this like spiritual coaching career and, and come up with this like methodology to help really people remember who they are and live out their purpose because I feel like it's deeper than a diet. It's deeper than one treatment. It's like we, we weren't taught these tools. So all these breakdowns I had essentially was the reason why I got to where I am today and where how I, I guess, was connected to this whole concept of alignment. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. I think that is like such like a common theme that I see with so many people's stories and also my own is like we have to have those rock bottom moments and it's almost like you're there, you get back out and then you fall back in again. You're like, why? But every single time you're learning more from it. And I think it's also that process of even for yourself really getting to remember even more who you are and what you're here to do. So when it comes to alignment, how do you define alignment and how do you know when you are in alignment? Um, alignment, alignment's different for everybody. So, Mm -hmm. but one thing, there's some characteristics. Alignment feels good. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about feeling good and whatever, we all, I believe we all know how, what it is like when we feel good. And some of us listening right now might be like, yo, like Renata, I don't even know what that means. But essentially mm-hmm. it feels there's an ease. Things might not be going according to what you, how you want them to be going, but there's a, like you trust the process. Like when I explored naturopathic medicine, like I just, I knew I was in alignment. I didn't know the term, but mm-hmm. I didn't care how much school had to cost or how I was just like, I'm going here. I'm committed. I'm making this happen. I need to be here. Mm-hmm. So like you just, you're more confident in, in your choices. Um, you can, you can honor, you can tap into your intuition a lot easier. You know how to make decisions easily and you're very mm-hmm. clear on your values. 
Yeah. And it just feels good. Things are easy. Synchronicities happen more fluently. Perhaps what you want, manif uh, what you want to manifest is able to manifest, um, quicker. I like, I, I don't know. I have a whole thought on manifestation, but we can maybe chat more about that, but mm -hmm. it just, things are in flow. It just, yeah. you don't feel stressed. You feel very at, you feel at ease, happy, connected. Yeah. And that I makes sense. That. I hope. Yeah, no, it totally does. I feel like I'm just getting into alignment, just hearing all those beautiful words. <laughs> so for soulful women who are in the beginning stages of their journey and, you know, they're listening to this, they're like, okay, I want to feel good. I want to trust the process, want to be more confident, more intuitive, um, experience more synchronicities, be more in flow. But how, like, what is that first step? You know, to your point of like, for certain women who have never even really been in the space of like knowing and fully experiencing what it feels like to feel really good, what is that first step that you would encourage them to take or what tips do you have for them? Yeah, I don't, I, I'm going to be honest. It's not like a, here's like the, there's like a, <laughs> there's like, there's a method to my madness. But I think the first thing coming to my mind is, a lot of people get tripped up on the term passions because they're like, I don't know what I'm passionate about. So I think the most important place to start is start to get curious, start to get curious of what is always on the back of your mind, start to get curious about the things you're interested or you want to explore, even if it doesn't make sense to you. Yeah. Start to get curious on why certain things piss you off all the time. <laughs> right? Like, and I would say, explore your curiosities. So if you're like, oh, I really want to learn about tarot, well then go learn tarot. Like, like mm -hmm. the thing is, I don't know, we're waiting for some permission slip, but I think the best way is to explore the things you're, you're intrigued by or you're curious about. Yeah. Yeah. I can't agree with that more. It's like, I think a lot of the times we're waiting for that clarity, but really the clarity comes when you just act on the nudges because they don't make sense until a couple of months or sometimes even years down the road. And then you look back and you're like, wow, I'm so glad I took that course. I did that training, um, et cetera. So that's really helpful. And how exactly do energetics come into play when it comes to alignment? So what's the link between being in alignment and also like, how does that shift our energetic vibration? What's the bridge between the two? Well, being alignment is like all parts of who you are, are in a line, right? Mm -hmm. Definition of alignment is like, everything is like in a line. So everything mm -hmm. like aligned. I don't know that. Maybe that's <laughs> but so we're energy, we're physical, we're mental, we're emotional and we're energy beings. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if your energy is not in alignment, but you're eating right, or you're doing the right actions, that's going to affect how you feel and your energetics are your thoughts, your intentions, your actions, your, your energetic vibration. I'm talking about your actions, your emotions, and your feelings. Mm -hmm. So if you are like, I want to feel good, but energetically I'm pissed off all the time. Well, that's not really <laughs> going to help you get into alignment. Right? So they are of, they're not the same thing, but they're, it's like one is one is nest. Like they're both needed for each other to be mm -hmm. successful. Or for you to feel aligned. Yeah. Am I answering my question, your question? Yeah, no, it makes sense. And how does, how does that then tie into manifestation? As you were saying earlier, you have some thoughts around alignment and manifestation. So, you know, if alignment is kind of directly linked to your energetic vibration, they have to be kind of like um, aligned and the same. How does that then affect what you manifest and create in your life? Well, your energy is a signal. I look at your energy as a signal. It like tells the universe 
what you're putting out there. Right. And like, it's all resonance. So like signals, vibration is like, like attracts like. So if you're vibrating at a certain resonance or a signal and something else is, whether it's good, bad, neutral, however you want to identify it just for the lack of, I don't have any other words. Um, cause it's all what you make it mean. You're going to attract that same resonance, right? It's like, yeah. if you be tuning forks with the same frequency, they're what, if you bang one, the other one's going to start to vibrate without you touching it. Yeah. So if you want to attract something in your life, you have to start, it's like, you have to start embodying that. And I think a lot Mm -hmm. of people miss the embodying part. And it's actually the hardest thing. It's the thing that I struggle personally with the most. It's like getting into the feeling. Yeah. Because your your energy, your vibration is partially how, how do you feel? It's your, again, remember it's your thoughts, it's your emotions, it's your feelings, your intentions and your actions. So you can take the right action. I see people taking action or they're putting things out there, but they don't feel good about it. So imagine like I put a post out or I shoot a video and I'm like, so apathetic about it. <laughs> I'm not going to get the result I want. Right. If I'm yeah. like saying I'm trying to attract a new client. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing with manifestation and alignment is if you're not aligned with the way you want to feel about the outcome, cause we only want things, not because of the actual thing mm-hmm. we want to manifest something because of how it's going to, how we think it's going to make us feel. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's yeah. different for everybody. So I do feel like you still have to start tapping into that now because we think, oh, until I get that thing, then I'm going to feel that way. The tricky part is you need to start generating those feelings right now in order to, to create that signal to help, help you draw that into your life. Yeah. Is that, yeah. So, and to do that, I think a great way is to start to visualize, like, if I do see myself in that future role, how do I imagine myself feeling? Mm-hmm. What, what, like, what am I feeling in my body? Where am I feeling this in my body? Yeah. I love that so much truth there. And I think, yes, like the more that not we easy. begin, yeah, it's not easy. Like the embodiment piece to your point is like the most important part, but it's so hard um, because it's easy for us to like put it out for like a little time and then be like, okay, it hasn't happened. Why hasn't it happened? And then all of a sudden we fall out of that alignment because we're just like obsessing over the outcome. So yeah, I love the point about visualizing yourself in the future and really tapping into the feeling because I think also from like a neuroscience perspective, it, it also helps to create some new neural pathways in your brain as you really put yourself already having manifested what you want. So along this journey that, you know, you support soulful women with, um, when it comes to manifesting their purpose, when it comes to getting into alignment, what are some of the biggest mindset blocks that you have found coming up and that you have found are really holding these women back from dropping the shooting and gaining the confidence to live a life of alignment? Number one, it's like, uh, feeling bad about what you want. A lot of people don't want what they want because they feel like I should be grateful for what I have because I have a good life. So it's like they feel undeserving of wanting more. Mm -hmm. Another big block is potentially disappointing people. Mm. A lot of people don't realize that we don't do things because we're afraid we're going to upset people or lose people or we're going to make people feel less than. Um, Another thing, a big block is the money piece. Mm-hmm. we we have a very like it's, it comes from a very like oh that's not possible I don't have the money it's our language is a big block uh, another big block is we're waiting for some someone to give you permission 
Mm-hmm. Someone to say, you are allowed to go, to go explore that course. You are allowed to sign up for that thing. It's like we're waiting for some permission or some stamp of approval. Another thing too with living out, being in alignment with your purpose is like we feel like we need to have certain qualifications of something. Mm-hmm. Um, or we need, to be, we need to be somewhere in our life by now in order for us to want the next thing or to get the next thing. Uh, another big block is doing it all on our own. A big, huge thing with purpose. And like, I can say the reason why I've been able to get to where I am today is because of all the support or the, the willingness to, to get that support, whether it's new friends or even investing in coaches, because we need to be able to get the right tools to get out of our own way. So the willingness to get the support you need, a lot of people don't want to do that and they hide in their rooms and beat themselves up. And it's this like vicious circle. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is there? They don't know where to start. They feel like it has to, they have to do all the things where it's just like, again, the simplest thing is like, what's something you're curious about? Explore it. Another thing too, a big block is having to know how it's going to play out. I'm sorry. We don't get guarantees in life. I, I, we won't, we, we don't get to see how it's going to all play out. So the willingness to like venture into that unknown is a big thing that a lot of people don't want to do because they don't know how it's going to, they want they, they look at it like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm capable enough to figure out the next step because I don't know what the next step is. Yeah. I think I covered a bunch of blocks. Yeah, I think you covered like all the main ones. <laughs> That's so good. Like rapid fire too. Um, when it comes to, yeah, this idea of feeling like, you know, you are doing this alone and it's scary to venture out into the unknown. How would you support people through that? Or what guidance do you have? Because I think that this is something that, you know, comes up for us um, during all parts of our journey, whether it's beginning stages or even after a while, there's still moments that even for myself, sometimes I can fall into that mindset of like, what if it doesn't work out well and you try to control the outcome? So what are some of the uh, tips that you have around that? About venturing into the unknown? Yeah, and how to like, really hold on to that trust, especially when you're doing something that is completely outside of your comfort zone? Um, I think it's like being really clear on your expectations. Because mm-hmm. the only reason why we get tripped up on things is because of pre- predominantly expectations and understanding that things, just because you didn't get it right according to what you wanted, is it actually rooted in reality? Like, oh, I want to mess this. Mm-hmm. I want to inv- manifest a six-figure business in three weeks. I'm sorry, <laughs> sweetheart. Like, unless you take a lot of action, you hustle real hard. I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm not saying it's not possible, but it's like managing your expectations. Yeah. Where a lot of people online have this, like, they see one thing on Instagram land. Yeah. I call it the land of the mirage. <laughs> and they don't get, like, it takes, like, three weeks to, from, it took three weeks to build a, a freaking sales copy page. You know, like, it's not just, like, I, I just, like, spewed it out. So people don't realize it takes work still to get yeah the results you want and that you're not going to get it perfect all the time or you're not going to get the outcome you want because you're learning. You have to have a growth mindset. You Mm -hmm. have to see like, okay, it's not personal. It doesn't mean I shouldn't be doing this. I just didn't take the right actions. And now I see what doesn't work. The problem is we get so we get in the shame storm of I'm terrible and I shouldn't be doing this because we didn't get it right the first time. (laughs) 
I think that's a big lesson for me. And secondly is patience. Yeah. Again, you need to have, you need to call things take time. And in your alignment, you can increase your odds of accelerating your, your results. I'm going to be honest. Of course you can. If you like hire a coach, you work with someone, you, you get out of your way, you, you figure out your blocks. Yeah. You might get the business of your dreams and manifest it in two years versus never. If you just like scroll on Instagram, like making yourself feel crap about yourself. But I think your expectations and, and, and being patient with what you're creating is mm -hmm. so important. And sometimes not getting what you want is actually a manifestation of what you do want. It just doesn't look the way again, the mm. way you want it. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, the expectations part I think is so key because um, there's that one side of manifestation that I kind of called like the um, like the unpractical woo almost where it's like, yeah, well I set the intention out like to your point of like, okay, like six figure business in three weeks, why hasn't it happened? But the reality is we're still in a three dimensional world where you have to put in the work and meet the universe halfway. So yeah, learning how to not take things personally and really just see the growth and the lesson and the learning in every single situation is so important. Now in this process, you know, of venturing out into the unknown, really connecting with our most purposeful life i know you also talk a lot about connecting with your higher self right. and how does that work how can we connect with our higher self consistently sorry they're like vacuuming in the background so <laughs> like picking up on your end but of course I, you know what right before the podcast is like something's gonna happen there's a <laughs> situation they just have to vacuum every time on on a bloody podcast or a call i'm just had to get that out <laughs> It's all good. We can't hear it over here. <laughs> or the vacuuming, the industrial vacuum. Um, so your question was, sorry, what was that again? Because It was, yeah, it was um, like, what does it mean to connect with your higher self and how can we oh, do that consistently? I, you know, higher self, I think, again, there's these like, spiritual fluff words we use. Mm -hmm. I get it. Um, it's just like your inner wisdom. Yeah. It's connecting with your inner wisdom. And I feel, again, we, we didn't, we should have learned this in school. We just didn't. Yeah. But your higher self could be, I don't know, it could be for you. Maybe it's God. Maybe it's like your spirit guides. Maybe it's your alien friends. I don't know <laughs> what that means to you. But I just think that inner wisdom, it's that inner, that inner compass, that inner, that inner knowing. Mm -hmm. And you, one thing is, you got, there's a few things I would highly recommend you do. Number one is you got to take some time by yourself. Mm -hmm. You can't be going from this to this to this. And I don't care. There's so many people like I went to yoga today and then I got some crystals and then I, you know, no, 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 no. Like you need time for yourself away from distractions in order to have that space to tune in. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are like, well, Renata, I just don't know what to do. I was like, go take some time for yourself and disconnect to get reconnected to yourself. Yeah. With all this noise, including the vacuum, it's going to be very hard for you to, to get present to the things that are important to you. When you're all in a, like, because we do this. I used to do this a lot. It's okay to ask for guidance and to have your external support system. I think that's valid. Mm -hmm. at, the, at the end of the day, you got to tune back in and say, why did, when she gave me that advice, I didn't really sit well. Like, well, let me get, again, back to the curious, curious. why, like, What's, what's there for me? 
oh, I just agreed because I look at her as an authority figure and I should agree with her even though it doesn't feel right in my body. Mm -hmm. Like, at the end of the day, you are your number one person. <laughs> Hi, thank you. <laughs> Gotta just roll with it, right? Yep. <laughs> no, I love it. Inner wisdom, I think, um, I completely agree with that, is that there are so many, you know, complicated, fluffy words and terms in the spiritual world, but it does just come back to, you know, your truth, like what feels good inside and what is that guidance, what is that wisdom that already exists within you without you needing to search for outside. And yeah, I love that reminder of constantly coming back to getting curious because I think for a lot of us, it's almost like, as kids, we were so good with that, right? Like super imaginative, getting curious, like, ooh, what would happen if I do this or do that? But then, however, like as we started growing up, it's almost like, oh, like there's one path that we should just follow. We should just do this. So I really love that reminder. Now, the other thing I wanted to uh, chat about, because I know that astrology is something that you're also uh, passionate about, I wanted to understand, you know, how does astrology play a role in helping us um, identify and align with our purpose? Um, yeah, I think that's a great question. So essentially astrology, there's charts and I use this as part of my alignment methodology because th that astrology, my astrology reading changed my life. Mm. It was like, how did this person that I don't even know, know things about me that no one else knows? And it was so clear about who I was on the inside. And it gave me like this connection to like, wow, I felt these things, but I needed some, sure. I needed some justification, you know, but I thought it was such a powerful tool to help me again. Rem remember like, no, Renata, what you're feeling is you mm. and to start honoring that about you. And your path. And the reason why I was maybe hitting roadblocks in my career is because I was not really aligned with the right career path. Yeah. So in astrology, I look at certain aspects of your chart to see like what the best job is for you. There's information in your chart that can point to what's your best career, where you're meant to go, your values, how you best earn money, how you best serve people, your karma that you need to work out, what your values are, like what what your soul gifts are and your talents, mm -hmm. how to leverage them, not just in your career, but in your relationships. So I think it's so valid because when I started using it with people, they're like, Oh my God, like, so I'm not crazy. I was like, no. Mm -hmm. And this is why you're successful at what you do because you're following that <laughs> cosmic blueprint. I call it your, your astrology chart and why, when you were not doing that, why you had so much friggin' resistance and you hated it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really powerful. And how exactly, like you mentioned your karma and working that out, what exactly does that entail? So like in certain aspects of your astrology chart, you can see kind of where there's certain karma you might have from past lifetimes mm -hmm. and like the lessons that you might be continuously learning. So it's like how to integrate that, those, those challenges or that, that pain point you have. Yeah. And you might not be able to work it all out in this lifetime. It doesn't mean you won't get what you want or you won't manifest the dream relationship or the job or the career. I don't believe in that teaching either. I believe it's just about, oh, this is a sore spot for me. This is where a lot of my healing has to happen. Mm, yeah, just having the awareness. Yeah, just it. having that awareness and not having it like, I need to sort this out in three weeks or else I'm not going to have that dream six-figure business. That's why. <laughs> I no, I think that's such a 
outdated, unethical teaching because yeah. I believe where souls are continuous and it's just about cleaning up some of your karma or just integrating some of your karma. And, and some of the karma is good karma. It's not bad karma. Mm -hmm. Right. It just, it's like some of it really helps you be really gifted in this lifetime because you've already mastered this or experienced this in so many other lifetimes before. Yeah. So I think karma is just such a really, it's taken out of context and it's, it's looked at as such a bad thing where it's like, no, there's, there's a good and bad karma that you might be experiencing. And I hate even labeling as good and bad because, but it's just how we identify <laughs> with things. Um, so you're aware of it. Cause sometimes we're like, why does this always happen to me? And I was like, well, according to your chart, <laughs> <laughs> let me just pull that out. <laughs> yeah. Love it. And how can someone who's new to astrology get started in understanding like their chart and like what it all means? Because I know for myself, like I've tried to tap into it a few times, but I've always been overwhelmed. I've had a reading done. And even as the person was explaining it to me, like all the terminology was very confusing. So what would you recommend as like an easy entryway into learning more about astrology and identifying your purpose with it? See, it's hard because astrology you need to look at the whole chart and how the planets interact because if you just mm -hmm. look at one thing like oh my moon's in pisces yeah but how the other planets and depending on what house out of the 12 houses your moon's in will affect how it expresses in your lifetime mm -hmm. so i don't know i believe that you should work with someone because a lot of people are like well i just downloaded my chart and i was like and they're like i still have no idea i'm like yeah it's like trying to diagnose a health issue <laughs> go to the doctor yeah. So I feel like finding a good reader so you can just get the basics down because if you try to teach yourself, you need to like, cause you might be like, Oh, I have Jupiter in the eighth house. That's amazing. You're but, but Jupiter might be poorly asked. It's called po poorly aspected. So it's, it's like, you might be believing one thing where something else might be happening because of the knowledge you don't have for the chart. So I just think it's good to get a, a good reader. But if you want to start, like, I think it's good to be familiar with your sun sign, your moon sign and your rising sign. Mm. Cause it was make up the core, your, your core identity. Got it. And but the, it's just like finding a better astrologer. Yeah. And with the sun sign, the moon sign and the rising, <clears throat> is that like, like which one is the one that we normally know? Like when people ask like, Oh, what's your sign? Like, which one is that? That's the sun sign. The sun sign. Okay. Yeah. Your mm -hmm. rising sign is like your, your, the mask you wear. It's your near, it's your knee jerk reactions. It's a, it's aligned with like part of what your purpose is in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. It's like your default way of showing up. So your rising sign could be, it's like that first impression people have of you where your sun signs more of your ego and personality. Mm -hmm. Your moon sign is like your inner world. So it's like where your emotions are, how you feel. It's like that inner fulfillment. So a lot of us are certain Oh, I'm an Aquarius, but your moon might be Leo. So like you, what actually fulfills you emotionally is very different from like your ego personality. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And who really you are on the inside. Yeah. Love that. I will definitely have to, uh, dive deeper into that even for my myself and my own chart. I'm really curious now. I love it. So my next question for you is around soul healing. So this is something that I know you also talk about, so I want to better understand what exactly does soul healing mean and how can the process of healing our soul help us align even more with our purpose? Um, trauma <clears throat> stored in the body um, 
even if we go through something, it can be stored on such a, on a subconscious level. And we all have traumas in this lifetime, mm-hmm. you know, and it could be in when we're th- between zero, even in the womb, like there, you know what I mean? From zero to six, when our consciousness was still developing our conscious brain, like our prefrontal cortex, that thinking analytical judging part, a lot of us operate on an unconscious level. And sometimes we can go through things on a daily basis and there's trauma there. And it could be like, it could be extremes. Like it could be abuse, sexual, physical. Um, it could just be like a, a very volatile family dynamic. Maybe you brought into, maybe you had an illness, maybe you experienced like a loss, a, a significant loss in your life early mm-hmm. on. You had, maybe you got a certain illness, uh, or a car accident. So physical traumas and emotional traumas. The thing is we might be able to heal them physically or work through them in therapy, but sometimes things get stored energetically. Mm-hmm. How do how do you how do we how do we clear that right? Yeah, you go to talk therapy till the cows come home. But sometimes <laughs> things are stored, right? Or we might have energy. So I call them energy blocks, and that can really affect our alignment because if we have these energetic blocks in our system, we can't really get access to sometimes what we want because there's that like we get stopped and we don't know why because there's like that safety mechanism energetically that the soul is like you went through that shit before. I'm not going through that again. <laughs> so I think it's important to work on our energy body through like soul healing, just as we are as a, our physical body, our mental health, our emotional health, we need soul health. Mm-hmm. And ways to do that again, is like through yoga. I do acupuncture with people, Reiki, any, any energy therapy, because we just dismiss that because again, sometimes the things we can't see, it doesn't mean that they're not there. Yeah. No, for sure. I think so much of what is actually there, we cannot see. (laughs) So it's really about tapping in deeper for that. So when it comes to, you know, just like knowing that, okay, like I found my purpose. Do you believe that, you know, there is a point when we just absolutely know, or is it kind of like this ever evolving process that keeps on going? It's an ever evolving process. Your mm-hmm. purpose is a moment to moment phenomenon. My purpose mm-hmm. back five years ago was to be in naturopathic practice. That was, that was part of my purpose mm-hmm. just because it, things can be aligned with you for six months and then no longer feel aligned after that point. Things can feel aligned with you for 10 years. And then eventually you're like, this isn't fulfilling me anymore. Something's missing. So I don't, I feel like our, our purpose is more about living in alignment with our values and what, like, what feels good for us. And again, that changes. I don't, it's not a permanent thing. Yeah. And we get really stuck on like, it's this destination point. Mm-hmm. Cause then things might feel really good again for a temporarily time being. <laughs> and then it's like, no, your purpose is a constant evolution. That's how I d- define purpose. Yeah, no, I really like the term moment to moment phenomenon, because I think it just really reminds us to be present and to really, to your point of like being in alignment every single day, it's not about getting to a destination, but it's about enjoying the process and really discovering and remembering who you are every single day. So I absolutely love, love, love that. Um, You know, also like along this journey, we've talked about, you know, trusting in the process, but what do you do when it's like, okay, like I'm trusting, I'm doing all the things to get into alignment, but excuse my language, shit is really hitting the fan on the outside. It's like, I'm trying, I'm like really doing my practice. I'm meditating. I'm tuning inward. I'm trying to get into alignment, but all of these challenges are happening on the outside. How would you 
advise someone to navigate a time like that? Uh, that's actually a great question because it's a big misconception that when you're in alignment, things should just be bunnies and rainbows. And it (laughs) it could be like baptizing a a damn cat sometimes in alignment. I'm serious because when you start to shift or declare what you want, Mm-hmm. You can't have your old reality and then the reality you're trying to have coexist at the same time. Yeah. So things might quote unquote be falling apart or you might be certain relationships that were once aligned now have a lot of conflict or you just got fired from that job that you secretly hate and you wish you could quit, but you'd have the gusto to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, actually, you are getting aligned. It just sometimes the universe has to pull the rug underneath you because you won't do it yourself to get to the next point. Yeah. <laughs> so when those moments happen, and I have a lot of clients that go through that, and I'm like, you're on track. I don't see that. And they're just like, <laughs> what? I'm like, you can't be holding on to your old life, yeah. trying to step into your new one at the same time. And unfortunately, like, yeah, things got to fall away. And it does in your ego. That's when it's a tipping point because your ego is going to lose its damn mind and be like, oh my God, what is happening right now? Yeah. So I just say it's all, again, it's all perspective because we have, what's our expectation? Oh, things should just be flowing. Cash money Mm -hmm. should just be coming from the clouds. And I'm like, no, like that's not, that's not how it works in reality. Yeah. Just once again, like getting curious, even in those moments, I think, right? Like, oh, I wonder how this is happening for me. I wonder how this is actually getting me closer to what I want. So yeah, I love it. Perspective and expectations are definitely everything. Yeah. And when that happens for me personally, I always say to myself, like, this is annoying and I get (laughs) off. I'm not going to sit here and say like, I meditate my way out of it. I don't think denying your emotions is actually, it's like, that's inauthentic. So I will get angry. I will let myself rant, be pissed off, talk to someone, work out that emotion of whatever. So it's not, I'm not just sweeping it under the rug in my body, mm-hmm. but I'll say to myself, this was annoying or I'll honor how I actually feel, but then I'll tune in. Like, did I violate a personal boundary? Did I overgive where I knew I should have said no? So I always reflect back on like, how can I've done, how can I do this differently if this happens to me in my life? And number two is sometimes I always say this will make sense one day and I just don't understand how right now. And that's okay. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's actually, um, my mantra too. I say, this is happening for me. I don't know how, but I know it is. (laughs) Yeah. It could just help us reframe life, right? Because again, it comes all back to our perceptions, but sometimes I'm really good at reframing things and it doesn't really affect me, but I'm not going to lie. There's days where I'm a human Mm -hmm. being depending on where I am in my period, that I lose my mind. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. Just really enjoying those ebbs and flows and knowing like it's part of being human. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. And talking about self-reflection, I wanted to chat a bit more about what are your daily non-negotiables for you to connect within, connect with your higher self, get into daily alignment. Do you have specific morning rituals or evening rituals? <clears throat> I'm actually like, I should have said this, I'm the most unconventional, probably spiritual person. Out there. <laughs> um, my ritual every morning is eating chocolate and drinking coffee. Love it. <laughs> I'm not like, I don't, I do put some oils in my diffuser. I do use a lot of essential oils and then like, you know, like sandalwood and like that will be filtered. But to be honest with you, my rituals and things change as I change. 
sometimes I really need, I do meditation for 21 days. And then sometimes I don't even know how to spell the word meditation or what that even means. So, um, I think it's just anything where I can feel connected to myself and that practice, that practice regularly changes. Exercise is a big thing. So I do that quite frequently. That's mm -hmm. a good way for me to stay in alignment because I can just get move the energy that maybe is stored up in my body out in a healthy way. Yeah. Um, but right now, yeah, it's just coffee in the morning. That's pretty much my ritual. Yeah. No, I, I love that. Just to have that like flexibility and know that it's going to change, right? It's not like this complicated 12 step process that we have to repeat every single day. If not, we're not in alignment. No. Um, so just like really listening and tuning into what you need every single day. Yep. That's yep. awesome. And so what are some exciting things coming up for you and in your work? Um, so I stopped doing one-on-one -on -one tarot readings and tarot and astrology, tarot and coaching. And I, I just have my one program right now. It's a soul alignment program mm -hmm. um, where I work one-on-one -on -one with women. Um, and I've had, I've, I've had that. I launched it last year and it's just, I'm relaunching. I'm just upgrading some of the material. So I'm really excited about that. I feel like it's my, it's my favorite way to work with people right now which essentially helps them go through that soul alignment methodology, again, helping them get reconnected with their inner wisdom so they can start servicing the world they want, whether that's, you know, finally asking for that raise in their job or transferring mm -hmm. careers or starting their business or launching that podcast, you know? Um, so that's kind of my main focus. And then on my wellness, which is a, a, a side, that's a shared um, project with me and my friend. Mm -hmm. It's our chakra, it's our chakra magic, uh, retreats we do. Ooh, what does yeah. that entail? That sounds it's all about exciting. helping women reclaim their magic and it's helping them get the answers that they seek outside from within. Mm -hmm. And we use that with, and we, we help them get that unearth what it is that they really want without having to ask the world for permission mm -hmm. by using the chakra system. And we've created our own method from both of our, like, years of experiences as naturopaths for both in rate. We both have our Reiki what level one I'm getting my two and just like combining our own spiritual journeys. And yeah, it's, it's a really beautiful, fun experience. Yeah. That sounds super magical. And with the soul alignment methodology, can you share with us a little bit more about what that looks like? Yeah. So it's a five step process. First it's aligning with your soul. So it's, it's really uncovering like who you are and why you came here. Mm-hmm that's the first method you get answers to that. And it combines like some like exercises we go through as well as your, I use tarot and astrology. Then it's um, next is aligning your mindset because you can't create something or figure out your purpose if your mind's not in alignment with that. Yeah. So it's like, that's where you really let go of those money blocks, those fears, uh, those limiting beliefs that just seem to sabotage and hijack the crap out of your life. Um, so that you can have the courage and confidence to take the action you know you need to take. And then the next method is aligned with your energy, right? Because I believe energy is everything. Mm -hmm. And I help you really deconstruct what, what that even means, right? So I walk people through my manifestation method, which is more it's scientific as well as woo-woo. Mm -hmm. I, like I like to bring the science into things. Um, and then how, how you actually do change your energy and what that even means. Because again, like people are just like, raise your vibration. You're like, great. Thanks. Right. Like <laughs> how? <laughs> how to actually do that, you know, how to get in alignment with your energy. And then the last, the last phase is align your strategy. So it's like what to do, when to do and how to do it. Mm -hmm. Because again, talking and working through all this is great. But then like, how do you start to take the action you need to start 
reaching those goals or reaching that soul success, business success, relationship success that you now are present to. Because the whole thing about my alignment methodology, you got to clear all the crap that's in your way because so many women that started the program want something and it completely, sometimes it really shifts because mm -hmm. they're like, oh my God, I was wanting it for the wrong reasons. I was playing small because they had all those blocks. So now yeah. the strategy piece is like helping you make that happen. Mm -hmm. And then I have a bonus component, which is like aligned with your intuition. Mm. How do you actually tune into yourself? How do you actually know what your inner guidance is? How to make a decision with your, with your intuition, three like misconceptions of intuition. So that's kind of what the process is. And I don't know, I've been doing it and I've had so many different women from different backgrounds, but I always say the, the alignment method works for wherever you are, for whatever it is that you need. I don't know mm -hmm. how, but it does. <laughs> <laughs> That's the magic of it. <laughs> yeah. Of it. Awesome. And so if you were to create for yourself one mantra to reaffirm your badassery, what would it be? Mm. I th my thing is like what, what, what you, what you say, what you do makes a difference. Mm, love it. Yeah. Cause there's days where I don't want to do anything. I don't want to show up. I don't think, you know, um, and then I always remind myself, Renata, like you don't know how it's going to affect someone. You might not get a validation. You might not get the response you want, but I always feel better when I'm, when I'm doing something for somebody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So important. Yeah. I think sometimes we can get really caught up with like, Oh, I didn't get X many likes or views or whatever, but it's like everything that you put out people are seeing it. And I find like so often the people who are actually like active consumers of your content, they never even tell you a lot of them don't even reach out. So it's super important that we remember. Yeah. Because then it, you have to, that, that's, that's a, a huge thing I had to shift years ago or even recently from Instagram is it's not about how many likes I get. It's not about that because then I'm now doing it for a number and that's not why I did it in the first place. Yeah. And it's funny, as soon as I let that go, my engagement now is like, I don't have a lot of followers, but I have high engagement, like, mm -hmm. like 10%. So it's interesting when I just like, didn't focus on that. And I just focus on what I want to put out there that happened. It's just the irony is blows my mind. Yeah. Whatever we kind of like let go is going to be taken care of. So I absolutely love this mantra and where can my listeners come hang out with you, learn more about you, work with you. So the best place is Instagram at align with Renata or wellness, Witches if you're into the witchy stuff, um, and then my website, I think you're going to, I have some documents like a free alignment yeah. certificate they can download. And, uh, that's a great little starter for you to help you start to see things that maybe you didn't have access to before. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So we'll drop everything down in the show notes for you guys. So thank you so much, Renata, for coming on today, sharing with us your wisdom, your light. And I just love like the truth bombs that you've been dropping. It's like no bullshit. Like this is what it is. So thank I you so much for that. that. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Badass Lightworker podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and this podcast, I would be forever grateful if you can subscribe and leave a review on iTunes as that helps more badass lightworkers find this podcast. Let's be sure